0: This episode of R.I.Y.L. is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use the coupon code R-I-Y-L. Last time I saw you, there were was, was it was kind of an impromptu M V three thirty thing you were doing in New York.
1: Yes. Well it was it was a booked plan okay, show. Okay it was to. Uh, <laughs> however three fifths of the band didn't make it to New York City because of tornadoes. Yeah. Uh so they got stuck in St. Louis, so I was stuck trying to figure out how to make it work and I got some guys in New York City to uh to fill in Last minute, no rehearsing. And you're talking about Apple yeah, yeah, Stomp. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it worked out. It was great. Some of the Bomb the Music Industry guys, a guy from uh, Big D helped us out. Okay. So, yeah, we had a whole guy from Slow Gherkin. <laughs> had a whole mix <laughs> Good crew, yeah. There's
0: just this, like... There's this network you guys have, right? <laughs> like, the, the Scaliers?
1: Yeah, kind, kind of. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I'm, I'm curious, like, it, it, you know, I mean, obviously people have, have sort of gone on to, to other things. Um, but are you, you guys are still pretty pretty
2: close with them, um, with the, the Scabros from back in the day? Mike,
1: do you want... <laughs> I think...
2: Well, Dan still tours more than I do, yeah. but I think when... When you get into a city, a lot of times you forget about these people. <laughs> so the hope is with the, the good thing about social media is sometimes they'll get in touch with you. Like when um, we were going through Seattle, the singer for Gangster Fun got in touch because he saw a flyer. Yeah, so it was good. I hadn't. I was good to see him. I hadn't seen him in over ten years. So that's usually the case. I feel like is running into the old people. The old ska crew is due to social media. Yeah. And and people just getting in touch, going, I I see you're coming into town, and they're like, yeah, great, let's hang out. Are most are most of them doing music still? I mean, of of the well, ones I, you're I do? think most people are doing music just on their own terms, not yeah. to, not professionally. And even when we were trying to do things professionally, I don't think it was really working out <laughs> financially. So everybody, yeah, it seems like everyone still does some some kind of music, yeah. um, just because they love it, but. Yeah. Um, more just on their own terms. It's easier
0: to it's. Mm-hmm. I assume it's easier to do stuff on your own terms these days, right? I mean, obviously you were you were running a record label out of your garage, which is pretty pretty on your own terms, but right.
2: But yeah, I, I just think everyone's older, has is either married, have kids, so it's just kind of yeah. like they still love music, so still try to do uh, stuff on whatever free time they yeah they have.
0: And Dan, I know you're you're doing a lot of. Uh, well, so, so they,
2: yeah, yeah so you're, you're doing ahead.
0: a lot of you're you're doing a lot of acoustic stuff is that is are you mainly doing acoustic stuff these days mike
2: uh that seems to be the case too yeah um just due to time constraints just yeah. not being able to um give a band the the full t- uh time commitment so you're kind of forced into playing yeah. solo and i just i don't play that often either but um I just did a tour with Dan. We both played acoustic. Yeah, you just don't don't have the time for it, or yeah, I don't have the time, and to be honest, I, I don't l- enjoy it a lot. I love music, but I just you don't I've like. I've always playing. had a yeah. hard time touring, even back in the '80s and '90s. It's just it's not something I love doing. Yeah. It's I, I it's uh, hard on me physically <laughs> and emotionally. <laughs> so uh, I just I still try to do it, and then every time I do it, I
1: just realize, wow, it's it's tough. Yeah, even you've, <laughs> you've never had a problem with with playing in front of a group of people. Uh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I think I'm wired for it. Yeah, like, I, I don't usually get nervous; just kind of excited. And the bigger the crowds, the better. But uh, you seem like somebody I, though. It doesn't matter. It wouldn't matter if there was nobody in the crowd or two, yeah, two, three. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've played lots of those shows too, <laughs> like big empty halls and and. Uh, and yeah, I mean that can be taxing and wearing on you after a while too. But um, in general, if there's a guitar in my hand and yeah. a microphone around, I'm going to have a good time.
0: Is this the same place that that you've been in for a while? Yes. Okay. I did not
1: recognize yeah. the front. It totally threw me off. Oh, sorry, I should have given you better directions. <laughs> it was just like there's like a like a like a fake like decoy house at front. Right. right. I forgot I have my phone turned down, and then yeah, I was baking some stuff and. Mike was over and then <laughs> forgot you were outside. Sorry about that. You guys are doing like pre, pre-Thanksgiving pre Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Every year with a bunch of the slow gherkin guys, we okay. do like bros giving yeah, yeah, yeah. the day before. Is so, this your first yeah. time out for this, Mike? Or you... I think
2: this is my... This is the 21st year. I've probably gone to 12 of them. Okay, so, so... You're, you're about 50-50. <laughs> yeah. But it's yeah. just crazy that they've been doing it so long. Yeah. And, you know, 21 years consistently. That's... That they've had this going. Yeah, that... I always, I always
0: like, I always face big numbers like that, and it always depresses me slightly. When you know, like big. I mean, twenty-one's not quite a big round number, but somebody born that first Thanksgiving would would be legally drinking now. It's sure,
1: yeah. <laughs> this,
0: it's it's what it it's what uh you know it, I've been having a lot of that that uh, that feeling because you know it's I realized I probably graduated like a, like twelve years ago something yeah. like that you know or maybe sure.
1: eleven years ago. I had that that dawned on me this year that when through U three thirty played in New York and Montreal that this is twenty five years ago we played our first show. So Yeah, a quarter of a century ago. How do you <laughs> how do you how do you face a number like that? <laughs> I just think it's funny. I feel pretty uh uh pretty lucky that I'm, you know, forty one and like still get to go on these crazy tours yeah. and adventures I just got off of like a six-week tour um, around the states and Canada. I went to a bunch of cities I'd never been to before, and that's uh, crazy to me that there are cities that you haven't <laughs> been to before. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, I got to go out of the country in yeah. general to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I went through like uh, the midsection of Canada, like Calgary, Edmonton, Winnipeg. You know, places I mm-hmm. mu three thirty just never got to. So yeah, that was pretty pretty great.
0: It was good. You see, it, you seem to be in a good place in that in, in M E 330 where you know i mean the, you know the, the band's been around for a while and, and you know probably if you were playing consistently you'd probably be pretty tired of playing stuff by now <laughs> sure i'm yeah. guessing but the, y- the ability to do it sporadically is probably helps
1: yeah it's fun for the, at this point when we get together and play it's for the sheer love of seeing those guys yeah. and mm-hmm. hanging out with my oldest best friends you know that that's the reason we get together and play music and and it's fun to play some of those songs you know so so that's that's fun for me um and i think i think it's also in moderation yeah you know because like um I've just written and done a lot of stuff since then as well so it's it's good for me to to revisit that um but mm. i'm all, i've also been doing a lot of other stuff too that i've been psyched on so
0: i mean no because that was literally like high school
1: stuff <laughs> a lot of yeah early yeah, stuff. yeah a lot of the, yeah. the first album was written yeah. when we were in high school so
0: we, mike i've always gotten the impression that you um you, you you're always happy to move on you know it's you, you 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 had a succession of bands there for a while
2: yeah i mean m- most of the stuff post skank and pickle we're, they were just recording projects so mm. with with the bruce lee band I did, did see
0: you guys live
2: though at the Roosley band at the oh. uh, Phoenix Theater. Wow. Many, 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 well, many years that was ago. One of very few shows. <laughs> and then the Chinkies also it yeah. was just a recording project. We did some touring abroad, but you know, probably less than less than ten shows in the US.
0: What, what does recording project mean? I mean, uh, how is it? just to
2: record a record. Okay. You know, like having an abundance of songs and wanting wanting to get them out yeah. one way or another. So it's either what am I going using the name the Bruce Lee Band or the Chinkies. Yeah. So that's why. But <laughs> I mean that
0: much. was that was like, you know, the Bruce Lee Band was a, kind of a one-off, but Chink- the Chinkies Why well, did was... two records with oh, the Bruce Lee okay. Band and I
2: actually have a third record coming out? Really? So so still doing it. Yeah. Um but it's like it's, the Bruce Lee it's worked out every 10 years. 10 that's years, amazing. 10 years <laughs> yes. That's
0: another see it's it's those big round numbers. That are <laughs> 94
2: the first one. Yeah. 2004 now. 2014
0: that's a that's an excuse to do the
2: to do the ska stuff again yeah I guess it's an I don't know if it's an excuse or just want, kind of wanting to do it yeah it's like oh I've got all these ska songs let's do let's do yeah. something so this third one is with uh, Jeff Rosenstock from Bomb the Music Industry and uh, he actually it's the first time I I felt like I really worked with a producer because he was he was in charge of this record yeah and it was it was really fun to do in that capacity was it? Was it? Did you?
0: Did you have to consciously get out of ska mode when you? When, when you were? That's uh, what you know. When you were doing the the, the acoustic stuff. I mean, after so no, many years. No, no, because
2: all the songs, usually every song that I write starts on the acoustic guitar. Yeah, and it's usually not playing ska chords. It's just kind of like strumming around, looking for melodies. So it was an easy transition, and I'm not. I'm not a great guitarist, um, so it was just simple open chords. Mm. And just trying to layer them with maybe some strings to give them some fullness. But it was actually, for me on that stuff, it was pretty seamless. Yeah. Um, But I like ska. I feel like I'm good at it. So (laughs) I wanted to... Actually, it was a conscious effort. I felt like there wasn't a lot of ska that I was hearing in the last 10 years that I liked. Yeah. I was like, well, I'm going to do... I'm gonna do one myself. <laughs> I just, I just,
0: I just haven't been hearing. Uh, maybe, maybe I'm not seeking it out. I just, I, you know, I haven't heard, been hearing a lot of it in general. I mean, you know, Dan, if anybody's gonna be running into ska bands on a regular basis, it's, it's probably, it's probably gonna be you. I, are, it's what, what, what is, what is the state of ska in 2013 in, in the United States of America?
1: I don't know. <laughs> you know I really don't know. I, I know like. That's a that's funny. That's a question that I remember getting asked all the time, like back in the day, like in the nineties. Like, what's yeah. the ska scene like in in blah 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 or where you're from? And uh, I don't know. I never really had much comment on like what the scene was like. Yeah. I feel like I always liked the music. You know, I, I, was, I just mean for in the in the
0: respect of you know of you,
1: you. There are
0: there are there are ska bands out there. Are there more ska bands out there than there were five years ago? Or
1: I don't know. I know there's less bands out there than there were late 90s when yeah. it, when it was, you know, there were 10 ska bands in every small town in Illinois yeah. or Iowa that you'd go to and you'd show up and ME 330 would go on tour and every every show was a ska fest <laughs> and there'd be, you know, seven or eight bands opening up with like all like high school bands that were playing ska Uh, It's definitely not like that These days However um, I don't know I'm a little bit insulated from that Because like On this last tour I did I went out for six weeks But every Every night I was opening up for Streetlight Manifesto And there's no local openers It was Mm -hmm. just uh, It was Mike Myself And Streetlight So I I didn't see many bands Occasionally bands would come up And give me CDs and stuff But the three shows I played uh, right before um, the Streetlight tour on my own, I went out and just picked up a few shows before the tour. And on those shows, there were a few bands. There were some young ska bands. And and I think um, they're heavily, from what I could tell, Streetlight Manifesto influenced. Oh, yeah. You know, like a lot of playing in a lot of minor keys, usually have lots of horn players in the band fast with like lots of changes um so so there's streetlight i think has definitely made an impact on that and i, th- I feel like more bands i don't know if it's going to be particularly ska stuff because streetlight kind of yeah is on i think on the fringe but of, there are horns but involved But there's in their there horn yeah. involved and <laughs> i think they're definitely making an influence on young bands where bands are hear that sound and they're trying to do spinoffs of that or some version yeah. of, of what's going on there which is awesome it's cool to see it continuing
0: this episode of R.I.Y.L. is brought to you by Hover the best way to buy and manage domain names Hover gives you exactly what you want to get the job done and uh, if you use the coupon code R.I.Y.L. you'll get uh, 10% off your purchase So with the with the with the solicitation pile that you get the uh, the the slush pile of running a record label, what has it has it ed? I mean, are there more coming in than there were five years ago?
2: Oh yeah, definitely. That's the thing. I I I want, I would love to put out a ska band on Asia Man, but everything I've heard, no disrespect to these bands, but I just don't like any of this stuff. Um, this this wave of ska it's just a lot different. I I grew up. Loving the two-tone stuff, and so all the bands on that third wave, yeah, everyone was influenced by the, huh. the specials and selector and madness. So that offshoot, just seeing that kind of, um, this, hearing and seeing the sound change throughout the years is interesting because this new, new crop of bands are all influenced by, Less Than Jake, real big fish, streetlight manifesto, and there's nothing wrong with that. Those, you know, I like those bands. It's just it's just not something that's appealing to my ears hearing the, the offshoot of what's of this current crop of bands of what they're influenced by. I do like, there are bands out there that are playing that still play like traditional ska and more influenced by, um, the slackers and hepcat, mm-hmm. And that's, I find that more appealing sound wise. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's,
0: it's funny to think though, cause you, you guys are both in ska bands, punk bands that, that, surely influenced that I mean you, you, if if they've moved further afield from, from, from the two tone stuff like you guys probably played a role
2: in that right I think indirectly yeah sure I know like Real Big Fish had, the singer told me that they were influenced by Skank and Pickle but like strictly talking about the current crop of bands yeah. I don't think a lot of them know Skank and Pickle I think it's a lot of it is just Lesson Jake, real big fish, yeah. street manifesto, maybe like mighty mighty Boss Tones.
0: But but you're in but you're some you're you know you, you you're you are in that lineage somewhere, you know. It's it's interesting.
2: Yeah, and I think the bands, people, bands and and people or fans of that of ska will go back and research it and they'll hear about us in that that way, but um, yeah. it, just to further your question, there are definitely a lot more bands playing ska. But uh, nothing that's been super impressive.
0: What? What? what,
2: <laughs> To be brutally honest, I want <laughs> to. I want to put out. Well, yeah, so this will be this will
0: be a call that that you're actively seeking a, a yeah. good scab. You're gonna get it. You're and just I, gonna get well, it.
2: But the thing is, I still I get a ton. I yeah. get a ton now, yeah. and there's nothing wrong with it. It's, a lot of it's great. I mean, I wouldn't say great. Let me. <laughs> it's kind of, a lot of it's good. It's just not. it's, it's just not grabbing me where I'm going, wow, I've got to do this. This band is great.
0: Are, are you still like, I, you know, I, I, I ran into, I certainly ran into this, this, this problem when I was, um, at, uh, working at the radio station or when I was music reviewing, doing music reviews where it's like, I mean, it's hard to listen to CD after CD and actually find something in there that you like without
2: just losing like all, all hope for humanity at some point. Yeah. <laughs> i mean this i don't listen the demos that come in i don't even listen to them sometimes i'll bands will s- shoot me an email if it's if i feel like it's a really personal email i'll listen to a track and i'll i'll know within the first 30 seconds as soon as the vocals come in i know if it's good or bad
0: that threw me off a little bit. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> was that a phone that was a phone yeah, yeah. Oh, okay i saw i heard the worst ringtone i've, I've ever heard in my life um Yesterday in the locker room, somebody had a Pirates of the Caribbean. Like from the ride, <laughs> the entire the entire song was was the ringtone. Nice. Uh, uh, oh, are, are you are you uh, are you still listening to music? Are you still listening to music to new stuff, Dan? Um.
1: Yeah, I listen to music every day. <laughs> I just I know I like I was, I was talking yeah. to somebody about this earlier where it's just it's like. I don't
0: know. It, se- it seems to me, and I feel like I'm getting close to that, to to a point where, like, you just, unless you actively force yourself to go out and find new stuff, yeah. it's hard It's
1: hard to. Sure. Sure. And I, I still, like, the music that I listen to, as always, always comes from, like, people I meet on the road. Oh, yeah. You know? Or, people giving you. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or people Sing bands. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, the guy I most listen to now is a guy named david dendero uh solo guy super great just put out a new album called this guitar that's super good um and yeah i met him at a show and and uh, yeah who else did i listen to oh i um, guy i met on this tour sammy k from east coast that plays in a band called the fourth rights a ska band but he he does some stuff with uh with Chris Murray and Vic mm. Ruggiero, and uh, he's awesome. I just – he gave me one of his records and got home from tour and sounds great. Yeah. So, so, um, so yeah, like the new stuff I do find, it's mostly on tour. of yeah. You know, I'll meet somebody and they'll give me something. Um, but, yeah, I'm not – as it's not as much like, oh, I got the new, you know, Asian Man Records comp and there's 20 bands on it that I'm going and checking out and yeah. figuring out what I like, you know, like, like it was, you know, maybe 20 years ago or whatever. But, um, there's, there's still plenty of stuff out there to discover, but yeah, we're all busy. We all have busy lives. (laughs) Yeah. 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 How, how, how often are you on the road? Um, this year it's been a lot, uh, that I did a tour with, with streetlight that I've been talking about and then also did a tour with real big fish. Uh, at the beginning of the year, I like, want to talk about that. Let's January, and that. Okay. February. I
0: want to, I want to, I want to know. I want to know what it's like being on tour with Real Big Fish in, in 2013. Awesome. Yeah. That's great. Nice guys. Uh, I don't have a lot of conception, uh, a concept of what what Real Big Fish is like these days.
1: Um, pretty much like <laughs> they have always been. Yeah. You know, like. Super solid band, like all good musicians, good players, and like writing the same kind of like fun, kind of upbeat ska yeah. songs. Um, and doing well, like, like people come out, like, they their draw is that uh, from what I can tell, as strong as ever. And I always got this feeling that
0: that ska is, is one of the few genres that doesn't age up that they you know that as long as that band is still touring it'll consistently be younger audiences coming through
1: that's true but i think there are like you go to a real big fish show and there's there's guys there that are in their 30s you know that were were fans when they had their mtv hit too and sometimes those people are there with their kids you know and they have a younger crowd too so it's 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 pretty cool that you know that they can keep going and still have people come out there. Yeah, um, yeah that tour was great. They were super nice to me. <laughs> and uh, they it was the easiest tour I've ever done in my life. They were they, just pampered? Well, they let me ride on their bus. So uh, I didn't have to drive yeah. at all, which was amazing for me. That was a real treat. And they were nice. They shared all their food with me. and Yeah. <laughs> so they, they're all you know exciting perks if you're used to driving in a van or in a car yeah it's great i just go you know wake up every morning on the bus and you'd be parked in front of the club and it'd be like you know 11 o'clock 10 o'clock in the morning and you're you're at the city already (laughs) so you get go run around town come back for sound check and like they have a guy who does that they it's, have somebody who drives yeah, you there. It's it's yeah. it's like a magic time machine yeah. that I was lucky enough to take part in. And it was great. And and it's they have a magic refrigerator on the bus too that like restocks <laughs> itself with like meat and cheese and bread every day. It's 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 a magical thing, the bus. Um uh, but so I got to I got to do that with them. That was that was super fun. And then it just like my only you know, responsibility. was playing my twenty-minute, twenty-five-minute set yeah. every night, and hang out at merch all night and talk to to kids at the show. Yeah. It was great. It was fun. I know you guys got a bros
0: giving to get to, so I want to. I want to ask you both this because I feel yeah, like your sure. answers are going to be very different. Um, I'm really like I. I can't. I can't imagine. It's it's one thing you know being in an opening bands, but to be the dude who comes out with the guitar in front of a band. I mean, what is
1: put me, put me in, put me in that experience for a minute. Sure. Um, fun for me. Cause I like, I always see it as I have, I'm working with the element of surprise because I feel like I've played enough shows. I know what to do yeah. in, in front of these, the sky crowds, you know? Um, so I'll come out and, immediately I know what people are thinking when I walk out on stage with a guitar, they think, Oh God, we gotta sit through this. It's gonna be miserable <laughs> this soul the singer or songwriter or whatever. And then if you come out and you're and you tell some stories or you're entertaining or you have any kind of energy, if you're slightly good people are so pleasantly surprised. The bar is so low. Yeah, the bar is so low that like if you come out and rock it, yeah, you're like, Oh my God, you were great. So so I think it's also the same kind of thing when I tell stories like uh, some of the some of the stories that I set up the songs with are kind of funny or whatever um it's the same kind of thing like if you're playing a music crowd and you're slightly funny people think you're hilarious like but the thought of like playing like a comedy club or something that yeah is terrifying because people are like all right Make me laugh, yeah, asshole! Tell me a joke, you know? Yeah, <laughs> sure. Go ahead, try. Yeah, but like, if you say something even slightly funny at a rock concert, people are like, "Oh, he's yeah. so funny!" So, so I feel like that you've got some things going for I you. I feel like the glasses probably help. The glasses probably put people they off a little bit. They definitely help me to yeah. see. That's for <laughs> sure because I can't see a thing without them. So, um, but no, I, lo- I love playing uh, solo in front of a crowd. That, uh, that's. Ready to go crazy for a band like Streetlight or Real yeah. Big Fish, um, and, and I've just been lucky enough that they've asked me to come out and do it a, a few times. So, um, but yeah, Mike, do you? want Yeah, am I wrong in one?
0: anticipating a very different answer from you?
2: Well, I, no, actually, I think there's it, it a lot of similarities. Um, I mean, it's very intimidating. Um, be, if, if we go back to the beginning of what I, when I first started talking, anytime I play, I get. It's it's always been hard for me to play, though. I I must add, I've always I feel like I'm good at it, I'm, <laughs> but at the same time, I would hope I, so by this point, right? I just always, I mean, honestly, even yeah. in the early days, I felt like I was good at this, but I just have a hard time doing it um, on a consistent basis. Like I've I've gone through periods of time where I haven't played in years, like I've take, just taken a couple years off. Yeah. Uh, anyways. So playing, but playing solo acoustic, opening up for a rock band, it is intimidating. But at the same time, if, uh, if you if you anywhere half decent, it it is pretty powerful, and it just depends also what kind of setting you're playing in. Like on this tour, play, playing for like a seven piece ska punk band. In my mind, the setup was okay. I just have to entertain these guys, and I can't play any of the slow stuff. So I stuck. I strayed away from any slow songs, and just it was straight entertainment. Like, how can I entertain these people for twenty minutes?
0: And that in, that includes just like pulling pulling back, like way back in the catalog, or
2: yeah, pulling pulling back in the catalog and just doing all just entertaining stuff and yeah. a lot of talking. I'd say half my set was talking. It was just storytelling, and it's like okay, I just Entertain these people, and then I've done my job. So it's
0: amazing to hear you both say storytelling because, like, again, like I'm tr- you know trying to remember it was like being a 15 year old, you know, ready
2: to dance at a ska show, and then like, oh, there's a there's an old dude lecturing <laughs> me now, right? That's why you got to keep it light. It's got to yeah. be entertaining. So, I mean, on this tour, that was that was the goal: entertain these people, make it fun, make it memorable, and that's the best you can do. You know, I've done tours with. Different artists like I've toured with Alkaline Trio, I've toured with Cursive. In in that setting, okay, well I I played a different set than with Streetlight Manifesto.
0: Do do you think there's still Cachet being Mike from Skanky Pickle and the, the Jinkies?
2: No. <laughs> no, I totally like it's funny because Dan prepped me on this. He's all in my mind I think I'm bigger than I am. <laughs> and then Dan kind of said hey listen. You're gonna see, most of these people aren't, aren't gonna know who you are, and I was like, "Come on!" <laughs> <laughs> and he was right. I was like, "These kids had no idea who I was." Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Wow!" So, that, I mean, I mean, some that, of them, some of them do, but for the majority of the crowd, is like, but w- which is great because I, was, I felt like I was able to introduce myself yeah. to a, a whole a whole bunch of people who otherwise never heard of me before.
0: And that I mean that to me is what's really impressive. And I think by this point you probably dan, dan you probably played more shows as 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 Dan than you have as Amy three thirty, but um it's but it's more but but for both <laughs> of you guys. Not yet, but yeah, I'm working you're on getting it. there. I have cer- you know, certainly three <laughs> thirty but, U330, I mean, but it's it. it's yeah. more it's it's all the more impressive to be able to Convert an audience full of people with acoustic guitar that have never heard of it. They have no cu- yeah. way of contextualizing you
1: at all. Well, I that's it. That I was telling Mike like they're not going to know who you are from Skank and Pickle or because kids don't didn't know me yeah. from being an MU three thirty. Like I'd go on these tours and kids. Mike was seeing like kids would come up and be like, "Oh, I know you from the Stitch Up," because the Stitch Up had done a couple sto- tours with Streetlight, so they had seen me like six years ago. Mm-hmm which is ages ago with music <laughs> in the music world. And, but they know me that's more. That's like from, half their life. A lot of those yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's like, yeah. Or they know me from coming through on solo five years ago or three years ago. And like go back to when ME 330 was touring. Now that's like eight years ago to 10 years mm-hmm. ago. So it's like, that's even longer ago. Yeah. So, so yeah, just keep doing it, <laughs> people. Keep coming out the shows, and I just feel lucky that I'm able to do it.
0: There you go, uh, Dan Podest and uh, and and Mike Park. Uh, happy happy surprise on that one, actually. So uh, we were in Santa Cruz over the Thanksgiving holiday and decided to give, uh, to, to pay Dan a, a visit. Uh, and, and Mike, uh, Mike Bruce Lee Park just happened to be sitting on his couch. So, uh, two third wave ska legends for the price of one. Uh, thanks so much to both of those guys for taking the time to do the show. Uh, thanks as always to, uh, Brian for editing together. Thanks to Mark and everybody else at uh, the Boing Boy Podcast Network. Lots of fine podcasts over there you Should listen to, listen to all of them good use of your time. Uh, thanks to you, the listener, for listening. If you liked what you heard, send us an email. It's riwildcast at gmail.com. We've got Tumblr. All these episodes are listed up there. And, and in fact, actually, after um, after they leave the iTunes page, for uh, whatever reason, uh, they will continue to be up there, so you can check out all the old episodes over on the Tumblr. Uh, that's Uh But uh, do rate us on iTunes. That's, uh, I don't know, iTunes.com. Please find find it on your computer. Uh, Thanks everybody for listening and we will be back next week with another episode of R.I.Y.L.